Hello, hello, hello. How are you doing today, Josh? I'm doing fantastic as always. How can you not be when you're at EXP land? Honestly, and like even even that in Utah, it's finally warming up. The weather is absolutely beautiful outside. Oh, I, I hate it. You hate it? I hate it. Oh, see, I love it. We're about to crank the door open, get all those mosquitoes and everything in here. Just kidding. We're not going to do that. I hate mosquitoes. But like still, it is such a blessing waking up and it not being, you know, 40 degrees outside. It's like, and yes, we wake up late, so it's warm, but... It'll it'll be like seventy degrees. I'm like, oh, welcome in the the warm springtime. Dude, I got in my car yesterday and it's hot. It said it was eighty one degrees, and I was like, why? Why well, is this happening? Just right like now? how you have to warm up your car in the winter, you gotta cool down your car in the summer. You go out, you open the door, you put the key in, you roll down the windows, and then you get out of the car. You enjoy the sunshine, and then you, you know the AC blasting. It'll be cool in no time. I need a, a middle ground on it, though, man. Like St. George doesn't do that. When it's cold and I have to kind of turn on my heater, it is such a minuscule thing for such a short period of time. Where now I have to crank my AC hard starting yesterday for the rest of the year. I mean, that's the desert, though. At night, it's super comfortable. We get off work at, like, midnight, and we're driving home. It's, like, pretty chill outside. Like, I'm sure, like, as soon as that sun goes down, like, 6, 7 o'clock, it is the prime temperature. There is a middle ground. It's just a bad time for us. I... I think I'm still blasting my AC when I'm going home. Okay, then you're just, you're just too hot. <laughs> Oh, so yeah, new things going on at the store. Um, Final Fantasy trading card game. Still, still very, very fun trading card game. My Final Fantasy X custom deck goes crazy. <clears throat> it, is, it is undefeated to this point. All right, well, Peter's trying to toot his own horn. I was going to subtly just bring that in. but no, I'm tooting it. I'm tooting it all the way. I'm like a choo-choo trade over here. Don't you worry. <clears throat> um, yeah, Final Fantasy card game. Um, turns out it's actually a really good card game. It's really fun. A lot of good things going on with it, minus summoning sickness. I mean, yeah, get over it. Cards have summoning sickness. Now wow. Things what, 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 what are they sick about? Are they Being sick? put on the table? They've got COVID. IP. Um, no, but for real, summoning sickness is it's a, it's a balancing way to play the game. It's not like Dragon Ball where you have the constant fear of a surprise attack. It makes the game more tactical. And yes, there are cards that beat that, that have haste, but when every single card has haste, like in Dragon Ball, then at that point, the the tactics is always surprise attack, right? Whereas the tactic with, with Final Fantasy is strategic planning and preparation. So it's a different way to play the game entirely. I'm playing XCOM over here. You're playing Call of Duty with Dragon Ball. Let's just be real. That's an interesting way to put it, I guess. Yeah, exactly. But I am excited that our friends are getting into it, you know. Um, being able to play Final Fantasy with Braxton, uh, Colin and Ava, Mateo, um, Zach. Zach. Um, I'm sure the community will continue to grow as time goes on just because it is a solid card game and it's based off a very popular franchise. Yes. Speaking of which, Final Fantasy 16 coming out. Ooh, looks, looks filthy. It looks filthy. Dude, June's going to honestly kill me. Yeah, you're going to have a new alien game. New alien game. you're going to have the new Final Fantasy. Ooh. You'll just be sitting there like, what's Dragon, Dragon what around the table? Dragon, Dragon Ball? So I'm nope, not playing that game. I'm Final fantasy in. But, uh, yeah, the rumor has it we're going to be having a little tournament for Final Fantasy soon. 
Is it a rumor if we decided? We started it? the rumor, yeah. <laughs> okay. <probably> a rumor. <laughs> um, <clears throat> yes, there is not a better time to get into the Final Fantasy card game than right now because EXP Lounge has full Square Enix support, and we have been given tournament kits with prize support. Um, our first Final Fantasy tournament is going to be free to join, just to give everyone a taste of it. Um, but there will be actual prize support of exclusive cards that you can only get by participating and winning the tournament, just like true. any other card game. That is true. The one to beat, as he was already tooting his horn, is Peter. Um, he has crazy. He has built a Final Fantasy X deck. Out of a custom starter deck, I didn't, even, I didn't even do that much work, honestly. Purely because of his ludicrous claims that Final Fantasy X is the best one. Ludicrous is a strong word. Accurate is the one you're looking for. Accurate. Accurate claims, though. Accurate. Yep, 100%. Have you played other Final Fantasies? I've I... played enough of them to know that they're all good, but Final Fantasy X is the best. They're not all good. <laughs> okay, yeah, there are some bad ones out there. There's like that rhythm one and everything, but we don't talk about that. No, theater rhythm is fine. It's just not a Final Fantasy game. Yeah. It's, it's a rhythm game with Final Fantasy. If you're Jeremy, I'm sure you love it. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, but yeah, so get into Final Fantasy with us. Play some Final Fantasy card game. Get ready for the tournament. Ready to win, uh, win some prizes. And honestly, who can beat Peter? He's kind of sitting undefeated right now. Yeah, my deck's too good. Man, you are really about that. I want someone to beat it. I want someone to challenge me. It's it's kind of sad. Like I feel like I I the game because it's so similar to Magic. I know in general what I'm doing, and because I've fought the few other people's decks that I've seen, I like just know how to work around it and outplay it, no matter what they do and what hand I draw. So I don't know. I'm feeling feeling pretty good about it. I'm, someone can prove me wrong. Mateo got close last night. He got me down to five life because, I mean, he, he, I drew a pretty bad hand, but I still was able to bring it back in the end with Sin my board wipe, so. Just wait for one of these magic people to pick it up and get into it because then they'll already know the strategy and stuff. That's true. That's true. If, like, Justin or someone started playing it, I'd be like, ugh, spooky. Like Justin or D or something? Right, or Michael or Bob? That'd be crazy. Yeah. Um, cool. On the subject of tournaments and card games... Um, I am super excited. April 15th, 6 p.m. on the dot is going to be our next Bandai <clears throat> official tournament for Dragon Ball Super. And if there's one thing that happens at this store, it is Dragon Ball. Um, there's consistently people in here playing the game, teaching new people how to play. Yesterday, honestly, is a perfect example. We have new customers coming in wanting to learn how to play new decks, and it wasn't even up to Peter or I to teach him how to play the game. Braxton and uh, Jorge were perfectly happy to take on that mantle and just uh, teach that game and get more people into the community. Um, I've seen stuff like that with Zach. I saw that with uh, Caden um, teaching Thomas how to play just the other night. Um, honestly, that's one of my new favorite things is that the Dragon Ball community wants to be built up so badly that like they're willing to grab anyone and everyone and teach you how to play the game and then donate cards to you to make sure that you have a challenging deck because they don't want to just walk all over you. Yeah, no, exactly. People will hand out cards like candy. They're like, I'm not playing, I'm building this deck. Here, take the entire deck that they've pretty much already built. I'm like, oh, okay, that's pretty sweet. Like, not going to lie. 
But yeah, no, it's definitely it's definitely nice when people want to be supportive of their own community and stuff like that, and and be welcoming to new members because you know not a lot of communities in you know like video games or trainer games like I, I can't really say that a lot of communities do that. There's a lot of gatekeeping a lot of the time, a lot of challenges. But <coughs> Dragon Ball, like they're really really friendly. So it, it's definitely it's sad to see because in nerd culture, and I am at fault for sure in the past. But um, gatekeeping is a it's a big thing, man, I'm and sure. it's something that I've had to kind of like break down my own barriers on and get around, just because I I will gatekeep some of my favorite things, right? And I don't necessarily mean to, because I have to remind myself that the more people who are enjoying the same nerdy thing that I'm enjoying just creates more people to enjoy the same nerdy thing that I'm enjoying. There's no reason to gatekeep around it. Um, it's also one of the things we hear happening at other game stores, you know? Yeah. It's just you can't get in. The community's so closed and tight that, like, they just will not let newcomers play or you have to play by, like, their rules or something or you have to play by their format and stuff. Yeah. And I think we do a really good job of create continuing to create an awesome community that doesn't want to do that they want to be there they want to be supportive and they want you playing with them it does not matter how much of a stranger you are yeah and the moment someone decides to gatekeep someone else too we're gonna we're gonna kick them right out of our store and walk them in the new person and they will be replaced so fast that's just a bad mentality to have can you imagine like Someone wants to come and play a like a, a game with you. It is not a competitive like. It, I mean, yes, trading card games, video games, anything like that. They can be competitive, <coughs> but for the most part, when someone's trying to enter into the community, it's not at that competitive level. So why are you trying to push them away as it is? Like games are meant to be fun, and if you have completely deleted the fun side of the game and you just are in the competitive side of the game, like I don't even know what to say anymore. You know, like it's it's really crazy, honestly. Yeah, no, I mean, we're looking at, like, I say stuff all the time, like, hey, we're an official Bandai store, we're running official Bandai tournaments for Dragon Ball, we have prize support from Bandai and everything, that's all really cool, but guess what, 16 people show up at that tournament, we know most everyone here, we have a good time playing with them, Uh, there is no major players there's no like ranked players playing dragon ball here it's not like you have to be super competitive and not have a good time exactly. it's not like you're putting all that away you are here to just have a good time playing and I, that's definitely uh one of the better things with it and the community that we have um there are those <clears throat> out there that they can't put down that Competitive side. Competitive side. Yeah, it's like they and it's have annoying. to win, yeah. or they they can't even play the game. And maybe that's the reason why some people gatekeep is because they're afraid of new challengers. They're afraid of like things they haven't seen because they don't want to have the chance of losing to something that the, that catches them off guard. That's that's just, just, oh, well, sorry. I was just that's just me speculating, but no, that's a really good point. When I went to the Dragon Ball Battle Hour, um, I remember talking to you. You know, I told you I was scared. You know, I was scared to go there and do that. And part of that fear, well, none of that fear came from just going to Vegas and being in a convention. Like, that's just what nerds do. Yeah. The fear came from the 
different competitive level that I was going to experience and the decks that I had never seen before. And it can be a daunting thing, well, but sure. it also has to be something that you're just willing to be open to. And it's going to make you better. It is just going to make you better. Yeah, it's more knowledge. When I got stomped on by um, a deck I'd never played before, now I have a pretty good understanding of that deck. And I went and watched some videos on it and read up on it and stuff. I'm like, if I ever fought that deck again, I, I bet I could turn some things around, man. Like, it it's made me a better Dragon Ball player. And so when you just shut that stuff out and refuse to be part of it, I, I think you're just hurting yourself. Honestly, though. Um, sorry to get all caught up in that. I was just a nice little talk, honestly. No, no it was good. It was good. It was good. Uh, one thing exciting that we're going to be doing is um, stepping away from card games. Sorry, bad sensing. One thing we're doing, uh, moving on in the podcast, is uh, we're going to be doing a fire sale all week long on all our board games. So what's the discount, Josh? What is it again? Um, every single board game. That's the crazy thing. This is something that Peter and I have talked about um, on and off, and we're finally kind of making the, the push on it. But... Uh, all of our board games are going to be 20% off for an entire week. Starting today, uh, Tuesday, April 11th, uh, through Wednesday, um, April, April 19th. 19th. <clears throat> so if you have any interest at all in any of our board games, the secret word isn't even needed. Um, the secret word will not stack. I mean, why would it at that point like you're already getting 20% off of board games that's yeah. a sweet deal but if you want a board game for one week we're running that fire sale on all board games um, we're trying to make some room for some new inventory we want to really broaden our trading card availability yeah. so the more board game support that we get you guys picking up some new board games for funsies and stuff makes more room for us to be able to create more trading card games, which seems to be what the community wants anyway. So yeah, no, exciting too because uh, we are looking into getting a new a new distributor, you know, a couple new warehouses to order some new stuff. And one of the things that I actually am kind of interested in looking into is Flesh and Blood, which that card game I've never played it. You've never played it, but um, it looks like I have Flesh and Blood. Uh, you do have me. that. I have that as well. Not the trading card cardboard, though. That's what, uh, that's what we need. But uh, hopefully within the next upcoming weeks, we can we can take a look at that, get some Star Decks in, and test the waters on that. Because, like, I mean, Flesh and Blood, from what I've... Like, this is just me. Like, I looked it up a while ago. It's just me kind of recapping. I might be completely wrong. But I believe it's like you kind of have one unit, like kind of like a, like a leader in a way. And you get to deck it out with different like types of attack cards and defense cards and like armor cards and magic cards stuff like that. And it's not necessarily like a rock paper scissors format, but like because it's not just like oh I play attack, he played defense, I miss. It's like there's ways you can buff your character for the rest of the fight and everything like that. And it's it seems interesting. Once again, I could be completely wrong. Anyone who plays Flesh and Blood, I might just be a dumbo. But um, that's why we're getting the Stardex, and so that way we can we can learn to play. Hopefully. Um, in the next upcoming weeks, so that'll be exciting. Yeah, it will be exciting. Not just for opening up to Flesh and Blood, but, I mean, take a look at so many other trading card properties that we just haven't gone into yet, and I'm excited to be able to learn and play as many as possible. Yeah. 
Um, I don't know what kind of problem I have. I haven't been diagnosed. But when it comes to card games, I seem to just buy them all. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little bit of a <laughs> It's fine. <laughs> um, Peter, one thing just to kind of make the podcast a little bit more fun, um, you've been playing Resident Evil 4. Yes. It is a it is a phenomenal, phenomenal Resident Evil. It's so much like Resident Evil 5 in the sense that they throw so many enemies at you. And they all, like, if you start sprinting away, they'll sprint, sprint after you. If they, you know, if you slow down or aiming, they'll, like, slowly walk up. And it's just terrifying. I mean, there's big claw demon man thing in a dungeon that chases after you. There's, of course, the heads opening up into the tentacle monsters there's giants lake monsters and everything there's so many so many spooky elements of the game i mean just last night i was playing it um and you, ashley the girl that you're trying to save it's the whole point of the game she gets separated from leon who's the protagonist the main character you play as and you actually have to play as ashley and sneak around through this like spooky spooky library and there's all these like metal metal suits of armor with these big swords that are like walking around and turns out the like the demon virus the whatever virus it it like has taken over it like put its like tentacle bodies into some of the pieces of armor and these things are just terrifyingly like clanking after you like the most janky movements with their giant swords raised and you're actually you're like a high school college girl whatever and you're just running away getting chased down by these things you gotta juke them out there's like one room there's like 12 of them and you're like weaving in between them all as they're swinging at you it's terrifying um speaking of ashley that is actually the secret word for this week and it's 15 percent off the entire purchase 15 percent off your entire purchase if you just mention ashley ashley that's not even that hard to uh, uh, you yeah. can just you might just say that, Man, say that. Yeah, yeah, in passing. Whoa, 50% off. Wow. Whoa. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Great. Hey, have you been to Ashley Furniture Warehouse? Oh, oh my God. God. <laughs> big savings, big savings. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a very fun game. As soon as I beat it, I'm going to bring it over to the store, and then we'll have Resident Evil 2 Remake, 3 Remake, and 4 Remake. And then apparently, I've been spoiled a little bit, but apparently they're going to be at the very end of 4 Remake, you get to see a scene that hints at a 5 Remake, which that... Resident Evil 5 is, like, definitely the main one I've played. And that like, will actually blow my mind. It'll, it'll blow my mind as I well. I will close down the store and play Resident Evil 5 for two weeks The straight. game will probably be, like, 40 hours long. It'll probably take two weeks, honestly. Such with how... Ugh, it was just crazy. And Resident Evil 5 is co-op, too, so that's going to be super fun if it ends up being co-op again. Peter, if I may, I have some of the most exciting news to talk about. Mm. As you already know, mm. we... Opened up July 9th, first day, July 9th of 2022. Um, a historical day for me, if there ever was one. The world, honestly. Though I wasn't going to go that far. I, I hadn't been approved by, like, you know, the UN, but. Oh, Biden gave me permission. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um,. It's, it's been so cool being able to do this for. I mean, look at this. We have. The last little bit of April, right? Yep. Then May and June, and then we hit our one-year mark. Yep. And the fact that we were able to start our dream store, our dream job, taking you know all of our savings and putting into this and creating this new community of fantastic people that we love, um, 
it's awesome. And one thing, watch this, guys. I'm about to throw Peter for a loop. Um, and he's probably already thought of it, actually, so won't take him off guard too much. But July 9th um, of this year, we will be having a one-year anniversary party. That's a Sunday. Yeah, perfect day. Cool. I mean, nothing happens here on a Sunday to begin with. Yeah, no, that's true. Sundays are slow. That's Utah, Utah town for you. So it'll give us something to do on that Sunday. Yeah, that'll be fun. But we'll celebrate being open year with a fantastic party. Um, if you've ever been to any of our parties in the past, they have been nothing but a hit. A yeah, grand honestly, time. Halloween party was crazy. Halloween party, dude. Like crazier was the New Year's Eve party, my guy. That was, that was crazy, too. Shooting freaking bottle rockets, like, in the store. Like, yeah, that was fun. That was so fun. <laughs> <laughs> crazy um but yes so be prepared um in a couple months we'll be celebrating with all of you our friends our community um that we've been open for a year and it's only because of you guys um how much time we're we at peter i actually have a little bit more to say on this well 21 minutes you're good so <clears throat> just uh just to kind of continue the thing that makes me most excited okay i'm gonna backpedal a little bit in-laws right in-laws are pretty much always considered evil to the married party right yes. as far as movies and tv shows have made it seem exactly do you know what's crazy though hmm. it's happening to me in real life oh dang that's unfortunate <laughs> it, it is unfortunate um and where the the important thing here is we're about to be open for a whole year, and I think that's a huge accomplishment. Um, Peter, congratulations to you. Congratulations to you. I'm sir. shaking your hand on this podcast. Um, Captains of Industry. Captains of Industry. But when we first started this thing, um, my mother-in-law did not want us to, did not believe in it, and... Honestly, being able to be open for the year mark um, makes me very proud of myself, and I will metaphorically throw it in her face somehow. <laughs> <laughs> and she really didn't want me to. Did, did I ever tell you that? No, nah, I mean, I'm sure some people had doubts, that's for sure. Oh, there's plenty of people that had doubts. I mean, past coworkers that we had, um, fellow leadership that we worked with in the past, um... But unfortunately, um, for them, my my mother in law didn't think that this would be a good venture and was terrified for her daughter's sake. So oh, that's a good mom. Yeah, I mean, but no. Yeah. <laughs> um. So to all the haters in the world, we're just a couple months away, and if we magically shut down. In the next week, then egg on my face, I guess. Yeah, egg on your face. I doubt that'll happen, though. Unless someone sets fire to our store or something. Knock on wood. Knock on wood. Braxton has been planning that. No, I, I have heard that. I have heard that. Have you? I mean, I infiltrated <clears throat> his text message group, and he has been collaborating with Colin and Bailey. They will be burning down the store. Dang, that's crazy. Yeah. I infiltrated that message group as well. Oh, God! To be calling daily. Oh, God! <laughs> what a twist! Just kidding. They're not going to sit far to our store. Knock on wood again. Um, cool. As always, 
before we get out of here, I just like to shout out some of the cooler things that we do have in the store. And um, one of the things I want to talk about, just because I've fallen in love with it myself, is Dragon Shield's Magic Carpet. It is clean. And that sounds amazing because it does help you escape from a fiery lava-filled cave with it, all your treasure. It does do that. It's it guaranteed does. one. It says so on the back of the box. Comes with a monkey. But the lava cave is not included. you got to find that yourself. You have to go find that yourself. Now, I'm going to be honest. Um, it is a ginormous carrying case that holds 1,000 cards um, or several deck boxes. And it's exactly what I have in mind is deck boxes and cards. I grab it by the handle, which is super convenient. I bring it over the table, and then I crack it open. And where it's laying on the table, the magic carpet part is the playmat. It folds down. Now I have a perfectly large playmat and every one of my decks from Pokemon, Final Fantasy, and Dragon Ball, along with all my dice in there. Um, they're all conveniently there for me and I have a playmat already unfolded at the table and stuff. Um, it has been so convenient to just be like, oh shoot, you want to play something? Okay, set that down. There's my playmat. All right, what are we playing? Oh, we're playing Final Fantasy. Let me just grab that deck right here. Um, I've seen a couple other people with them, and no complaints come from anyone. This thing is fantastic, and it's quality from Dragon Shield. Um, hashtag not sponsored again. I don't know how we're not yet. Well, honestly, we, we talk, talk about, about Dragon lot. Shield a lot. Um, thanks, Dragon Shield. <laughs> um, that covers everything that I want to talk about, though, this week. Anything else from you, Peter? No, other than the fact that uh, we do have those really cool spin-down life counters uh, that you customize on our front oh table. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I completely forgot they about that. They are 3D printed, and you can build your own a double life counter that goes up to 99 life. Or Dude, shout out John. Shout out to John. John Smith. I know he sounds fake, but he's a real guy. Um, but he actually 3D prints them, and he's actually going to be soon uh, getting us some really, really cool commander deck boxes. Or, I mean, you can even use them for your Dragon Ball decks with the. Oh, I'm the kidding. Cool Dude, the, you know, when we were talking uh, to him, I was getting excited. Yeah, you can slide your leader into the plastic sleeve in the front inside its regular sleeve, and then you then, at that point, you know, it, it's really cool because the deck box shows your leader, like, <clears> in front of the deck box. So. You, if you have a lot of deck bosses and a lot of decks, you can actually tell which one it is, not just by the color, but the, your leader card is going to be staring you right in the face. So it's, it's very, very cool. But yeah, those are going to be coming at uh, some point next week, I assume. And then um, if you want to spin down Life Counter, we have those available now. And like I said, they're customizable with whatever the colors we have available. You can you know make it all one color, three different colors, four different colors, whatever you want. It's pretty cool. It is really cool. We've had a couple of them built already, and... And it's not a competition, but Caden Taylor built a black and red one. It was clean. I was jealous. Yeah, no, it, it looked was clean. great. Um, yeah, that's all I got. Perfect. Fantastic talking to you again. Fantastic talking to you as well, sir. I guess uh, everyone come say goodbye to Peter before he's gone forever. That's uh, true. I do. I do leave tomorrow forever. I Today is his last day. Last day in this universe. Yep, I am transcending to a new reality. That is impressive. It's called New York. I'll be back in a week. Mm. <laughs> I have seen that in movies. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thanks again, everyone, for listening. Uh, remember that podcast word expires at the uh, time of our next podcast release. So yeah, stay tuned. <laughs>